Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No. I feel like most women I know have an experience where they've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else, and then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with Mm. other women and Mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important. This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folk's 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. From BGS, thebluegrasssituation.com, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. Rocio Sanchez is a Mexican-American chef from Chicago who's now spent nearly a decade in Copenhagen. Soon after working her first job at New York's WD-50 with pastry chef Alex Stupak, she joined Renee Zeppi's team at Noma, eventually becoming head pastry chef there while in her 20s. After her time at Noma, widely considered to be one of, if not the best restaurant in the world, she struck out on her own to open a taqueria in Copenhagen, Ia de Sanchez, showing Denmark how delicious tacos made the right way, with fresh ground masa for tortillas imported from Oaxaca, for starters, can really be. In 2018, she launched Sanchez in Copenhagen, which she likes to describe as a Mexican bistro, expanding the versatility of what Mexican food can be for the country of Denmark and beyond. I spoke to Rocio before a shift at Sanchez back in August. My name is Rocio. I grew up in Chicago in La Villita, and I now have a restaurant called Sanchez in Copenhagen. And Sanchez, to me, is a little bit like a modern Mexican bistro type of place. I I like to describe it like that because we're in Europe. So I kind of like to think of it as this very casual eatery that is based on Mexican flavors. Well, we have about, I would say, 14 plus staff members. It's a pretty small kitchen. It's a 46-seat restaurant, but we have two different teams. Since it is a small kitchen, we have a morning team and an evening team. So the morning team do all the slow cooking of the meats, all the salsas, all of the things that take preparation, grinding, the tamal, and they start at 6, and they generally leave around 4. And then we also have the evening team. They come around 11 or 12, and then we're here until 12 or 1. There's so many different playlists happening in this restaurant. I, I know for sure in the morning, when, when they're really trying to crank it out, I just hear, like, techno. <laughs> I said Polly, probably some dub fire. And I, I, am, I also love techno. I love techno when I have to really just get a lot of jobs done. I really love listening to that. But it really ranges from techno to old rock to Spanish rock for the morning team. When they're listening to like Spanish rock, it's like Café Tacuba, for sure. When we try to get ready for service, if I can control it, I try to put a little more like disco. 
because I think that really puts people in a good mood. Oh, what's that song called? I love putting it on. It's the one that um, Will Smith sampled. I think it's um, Miami. Oh, no, 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 it's getting jiggy with it. It's getting, sorry, sorry. He's the Greatest Dancer by Sister yeah. Sledge. That's a good one. And I've played it so many times in the kitchen, like, do you guys know that this is the original? Because <laughs> they're, like, all young. They're, like, 23. Because everyone can know that kind of beat. Like, they think it's Will Smith. <laughs> it's not. The staff really loves, it's collectively, ABBA at the end of the night. They love it for after service when they're cleaning and they're all singing along. I don't know any of it, <laughs> but they're so excited. So when people come in the restaurant, I always try to start off with like salsa or cumbias or things like that, just because it's kind of like this relaxed kind of atmosphere like Buena Vista Social Club. I really like Margarita y su Sonora. Something like that, or Celso Piña, these kind of cumbia, salsa tracks that always get you in a good mood. And my go-to all the time, if I feel that it's just not like the mood is um, Los Angeles Azules which is always always fun it's always fun and it always gets people in the mood and like what is that song about da, 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 da. and it's a really it's a really good uh, comeback for any time More towards the end of the night, like nine o'clock, we open at five. So nine o'clock, I try to change it towards like a mix. Something more modern, something more along the lines of like what I would listen to all the time. So there's Daft Punk, Instant Crush, very, like more the modern ones, not the, not the crazier ones. Called Quest, Angeles Azules, Gloria Stefan, <laughs> into Justin Timberlake, a little bit of Cypress Hill, Luis Enrique, Lila Downs, Jenny and the Mexicats, Verde Más Allá. We also have different music in the bathroom, like Rancheras. You know, we're like a modern restaurant in a way, so we can't play all these old classics too much. Then it kind of almost feels like cliche, like we're trying to make a Mexican restaurant, like trying too hard. So that's why we mix in contemporary salsa when people walk in and then towards the end, it's a blend of whatever anyone might have been exposed to. And the bathroom has all the rancheras, so all like Vicente Fernandez, um, maybe Le Rocio Durcal. If you've known these, you, you kind of get that nostalgia. And I think going into the bathroom and hearing these old rancheras, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm in a Mexican restaurant, I forgot. <laughs> 
I never really expected to have a restaurant. Uh, honestly, I just wanted to have a taqueria. And I thought that would be very fun and easy. And then uh, I quickly realized that I made a mistake in opening a taqueria in Copenhagen, where the summers are like two months long. So it didn't make any sense. And we have like these little... Because people, cause people don't <laughs> eat tacos in the winter? People don't eat tacos, first of all. People don't know what tacos are. Now they, they do a little more. But, you know, having a little kiosk that's supposed to be, you know, stand while you eat, like we're all used to anywhere in the States or in Mexico, in Los Angeles and Chicago, it's not going to work here. So I thought, well, maybe I need to open a space. And But when we got the space, suddenly I was writing like a menu. So that was really funny to see that happen, that I didn't expect to have a restaurant. And then suddenly I said, oh, we should have like a five course, you know. But in my head, it, it was like a cantina style, like old Mexican cantinas. As long as you continue to drink, they will bring you food. And in my in my head, I'm kind of morphing it like, well, you're kind of drinking and having a tasting menu. It's kind of the same thing. And you feel like it's be- just because it's indoors and it's seated and people just aren't eating, used to I eating, think people standing ch- up. Yeah, and people think it's grown up or somehow some weird way validated the taquerias. <laughs> Like, it's a real thing. So how do you feel like the music experience at the Taqueria differs from here? Well, when we opened the Taqueria, I wanted it to be all Latin music because there wasn't anything like that, and you wanted to get that feeling going into the Taqueria. My my outlook has changed a little bit now. I kind of let them play whatever they want. People understand it's just like a Taqueria, and that's fine. But uh, we played a lot of these in the in the beginning and a lot of Selena because I grew up listening to Selena and that was my favorite. I was in like fourth grade and she died and that was horrible. But Selena was one of my favorites and I grew up listening to a mix of Spanish and English. One of my favorite albums is Ven Conmigo, uh, which is a really kind of a mix of everything. I never really liked her English songs. It doesn't feel the same as it does in Spanish. And I remember trying to like sing along and you know when you had the tapes and you had all the lyrics. <laughs> trying to like sing all the words and and master my pronunciation in Spanish. Every anytime someone asks me what would I do if I wasn't a chef, I say, if I could sing that would be the best. <laughs> I think to have a, a great voice is such a huge talent. You just walk around. You can just sing anywhere. You don't need anything. Um, I've never tried to sing, though. So, If you could sing, what type of band would you be in? Depends on my age, I guess, right? When I was a teenager, I used to listen to a lot, like this, the Distillers and things like that, which I love. I love that. So it would have been more like that if I was younger. But now... Oh, I don't, maybe more like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I love Mariah Carey. Oh. Yeah, I think it's all coming for a good place. I think there's so many similarities with music and it's pretty crazy. It's all about trying to be creative and, and getting inspired by different mediums. You know, artists getting inspired by food or even chefs being inspired by music. Uh, I think that's really powerful.
Thanks to Chef Rocio Sanchez. Visit one of her two Ia de Sanchez Taqueria locations in Copenhagen, serving perhaps the best tacos al pastor I've ever had. Or reserve a spot at Sanchez for an amazing Mexican-inspired tasting menu or weekend brunch at lovesanchez.com. You can also head over to thebluegrasssituation.com for a link to Rocio's shift list, including all the music you heard on this episode and more, or stream it on Spotify by subscribing to BGS's playlist. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, managing editor Craig Shelburne, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for Roots culture redefined. If you love The Shift List, please leave us a review or rating over at iTunes.com slash The Shift List. And also be sure to check out BGS's ever-growing collection of podcasts up right now at thebluegrasssituation.com. The Shift List is a part of the BGS Podcast Network. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening. (laughs) ¶¶